day number two. We've had a couple of great interviews, and we roll on. We are joined right now by an 18-year NFL vet, an All-Pro, a Pro Bowl selection, a top tanner in NFL history in made field goals, field goal percentage, and points scored. 29 for 29 in the playoffs, most in NFL history without a mess, miss, I should say. He announced his retirement in December. He appears today courtesy of DiGiorno. I'm talking about Robbie Gold. Robbie, clearly, one of us is an L.A. native, and one of us played 11 years in Chicago. What's up, dude? How you How feeling, you? man? I got to take you on the road with me. That was a pretty good introduction there. Yeah, it was a I good introduction, it. but I'm, look at this, dude. You're like short sleeves, comfortable, yeah, it's all know, good. Chicago weather. I'm you know? layered up, like, <laughs> you know. Somebody said, Dave, hey, Rome, are you in the Soviet Union or you in Vegas. All right, let me ask you this. So many athletes, I talk about this all the time, so many athletes get to retire, but they never get to go out on their own terms. Do you feel like you were able to do so? And what has the transition been like for you since you announced your retirement from the game? Yeah, I mean, listen, would I have loved to play a little bit longer? Absolutely. Uh, but I thought, you know, my wish list of things that I needed to continue to play um, based on family scenarios and, and playing situations for my legacy, uh, it just... You know, we got phone calls every week to go play. Um, but the way the league's going, and this, they're going young and they're going cheap. And um, for me, it was always about and going to. And you're neither, bro. It was always about going to <laughs> contender, right? It was always about going to a place where I felt like um, I, I didn't have to travel back and forth, coast to coast. I could be there for my kids. And, you know, um, so it just never really happened. And, and for me, I was confident and comfortable uh, making that decision. It was a long decision that, that, that it took me to get to that point in the process um but i'd say that uh retirement's been uh, awesome um finding a schedule's been difficult just because you're so used to that routine to explain that i've never met an athlete who did not say that in some shape or form i mean your entire life you have routine you have structure you have schedule you know exactly where you have to be i'm not saying you don't have a lot that you want to get done or you're doing but what happens when you wake up one morning and all of a sudden you don't have to be there or do this yeah it was interesting because i still kept my same schedule because i was trying to keep myself ready for that opportunity then i announced retirement then it's like oh wait i don't have to work out at a certain time i don't have to go kick i don't have to do this so i think just trying to find that balance for 22 years you know i've always had a schedule of have to go to a class in college here's the lift here's the practice time same thing with the nfl grind um and that was a 12-month commitment so you know just trying to find that balance uh you, you know i drop my kids off every morning to school um, what's that like man it's awesome you know uh my kids go to two different schools so i get to spend time with my two older boys uh, when I drop them off and then I get to take my youngest to his school and we usually jam out to some music and get to spend some time talking about, you know, a little bit of everything. And, you know, there's times when I, I would drive to school and my kids would ask, hey, Dad, does your legs still work? Kind of thing. <laughs> your legs and, still work. And, and, you know, I think, like, is because I wasn't playing. They were used to seeing that. They didn't know any better. Um, so, you know, it's been great to be able to spend that time and, you know, looking forward to, you know, broadcasting opportunities and coaching my kids. Robbie Gold joining us. Tell me I'm wrong, but I would imagine on some of those drives to school, you get more out of your kids in certain five or seven minute blocks than you could have in five months, right? At work. 100%. Like it's amazing, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, and here's the thing kids don't lie. <laughs> no, they don't. Well, there's no they filter. Do, but <laughs> you some know? do. Yeah, there's no filter, though. Like they say what's on their mind and. I think what's really cool is, you know, when you pick them up, you know how they're like, you know, there's times in a kid's life where you know exactly where you can spend the most time to get. Sorry to interrupt. How old are your kids? Uh, 10, 6, and 8. And, okay. 
you know, the first question I ask them when they get out of uh, school is, how was your day? What was your best part? What was, you know, your least favorite part? So, you know, that's, to me, the most time where you can spend to kind of change their life. And then um, we come home and we start doing homework. And I'll tell you what, doing math homework with trying to solve the problem and actually writing a paragraph on how you did it is way different than when we grew up. No, there's no doubt about that. I can remember what it was like when I tried to do it myself. I wasn't going to take any shot at trying to do theirs or help them with theirs. Robbie Gold joining me. Robbie, I don't want to lose track of this fact. Like, we're talking about what it was like when your career ended, but your career was so incredible when you consider where you started. When you graduated high school, what were you like as a football player, and what kind of a future did you expect for yourself in football? Well, I was 150 pounds soaking wet. Uh, I walked on to Penn State. Uh, you know, I was undrafted in the NFL. Everything I've ever done in my career was all, always about hard work and earning it. Um, and I knew that I, I'm a competitor. I played a bunch of sports um, growing up, and I knew that if I would just go and work hard enough and compete, I'm mentally tough enough that I could beat anybody. Uh, and I think the big thing for me is I, I had an awesome opportunity to go learn from Adam Vinatieri, who's one of the best kickers of all time in New England. And Bill Belichick, situational football, Brad Seeley, uh, special teams coach. If I wasn't there, I don't know that the trajectory of my career, because I went from a three- How long were you there? I was there for five months, four months. And, you know, I went from a three-step kicker to a two-step kicker. Had I never made that change, I don't think my career would have been what it was. So, in short, your five months with the Patriots changed the entire trajectory of your entire career. Of my entire career. And, so, what about Vin- – okay, I'm sorry, go and ahead. And we were undrafted, right? So, we, it would have been Detroit, Pittsburgh, or New England. And ultimately, I went to New England because I felt, one, I would learn the most. But, two, they just won a Super Bowl. So, if teams are looking to take somebody off a roster, that's the roster they're going to look to take off of. So, you go to a team with Adam Vinatieri, who was the best in the game, one of the best to ever do it. I mean, this guy did not have to help you. Did he? And, uh, he what, was, and what's it say about him he, if he did? He was awesome. You know, I had Josh Miller and Lonnie Paxton there, too. I had three really good vets. Other than them having me make uh, chocolate chip cookies for them during training <laughs> camp at the uh, Hilton Garden Inn every night, uh, the experience that I learned from them was pretty amazing. Robbie Gold joining us. You mentioned one of the separations or separators you had was your mental toughness. How did you go about developing mental toughness? Well, I think a lot of it comes to preparation. You know, you look at the week. I knew exactly what the returner would do from if I set the tee on a certain hash, uh, how he was going to, you know, shade a certain side of the field so I could get away because I wasn't the strongest guy. I could kick the ball on the right hash to the left side of the field and gain hang time and distance. And, um, you know, personnel-wise, you knew what the situations were for plus 50 kicks. Uh, Field goal block, you knew who they're – uh, established rusher off the edge was. So if he was really good, you could move uh, a half of the hash uh, to give yourself more room. And, you know, you went through every situation you could so that Sundays would be a lot easier. All right, so when you left the Patriots, you were there five months. You go to Baltimore, and that was at a time when Deion Sanders and Ed Reed were hosting weekly rookie dinners. Yep. What were those meals like? Well, it was really cool when I got there. Uh, those two guys came up and were like, hey, we're going to take the rookies to this soul food restaurant in Baltimore. And they would just talk to you about life, how it was to make it in the NFL, what the grind was, how this was important or that was important. Um, and Dion was really a guy that, and Ed too, uh, was a guy that I kind of like shaped some of the things that we would talk about there. I was only there for a month. Uh, but those meetings and those gatherings were awesome because we ended up taking those to Chicago and 
taking them to other places I was at just to have guys get together. Robbie, let me ask you about Chicago before I ask you about what you're here to talk about. You took a three-week contract. You turned that into an 11-season run in Chicago. Kicking is tough enough no matter what, but having to do so in Chicago for the Bears in those elements is something totally different. What was that like? Well, here's what I'll tell you. My entire career, when I thought I went to San Francisco, I was like, oh, it's going to be beautiful, not much wind. <laughs> it actually turned out to be the hardest place I kicked, and I think uh, the interesting. Nice- the nice part about being in Chicago is, you know, it wasn't like the field was always great. It wasn't like the conditions were always perfect. And it, and it really shaped my career to understand that if you want to kick in the NFL, you have to be consistent and you have to learn how to kick in those elements. So you go play in Green Bay as a San Francisco 49er in the playoffs and it's zero degrees. I'm like, this is that's what I used to do, right? It wasn't something where you played in 60 degree weathers in college or in a dome. And the next thing you know, you're like, what is this? You know, so. Um, you know, Chicago has always been a place where I, you know, I've had a lot of people help me shape my career, um, learn a lot about who I was as a player and as a person, and uh, I'll always be thankful for that opportunity. Um, just wish we would have finished uh, winning the Super Bowl against Peyton Manning and the Colts huh. uh, there. And same thing for uh, San Francisco against the Chiefs. At least they get a chance to maybe redeem themselves. Robbie Gold joining us. So you're working with DiGiorno this week. What's it all about? What are you doing with those folks? Yeah, it's pretty cool. For the second straight year, uh, DiGiorno Pizza, they are, uh, and this is a bad word in Chicago, obviously, um, but if the... Uh, ball doinks off an upright or the crossbar <laughs> i know terrible I word you, in dude. chicago i, I see you working. Um, they're gonna give uh, everyone a chance if they register at uh doinks.com uh, to win free pizza so as a kicker i'm hoping that it doinks and goes in <laughs> it's tremendous you know before you go i've talked to kickers over the years i'm always fascinated by the mentality how would you describe your mindset i mean we've touched on this but your general mindset over the course of your entire career what was it well i think it was always about you know worrying about being in the moment make that one kick at a time and if i missed i was usually pretty beat up about it because i know that you know in the national football league that one kick you know whether it's in a playoff game or regular season or for this betting spreads in the fantasy football that you see now um it's it's such a big deal to winning and losing that i think um you know you'd have to start a new streak and you try to take that streak for as long as you could sometimes you'd kick 30 in a row sometimes you might kick one in a row uh but the reality was it was always about living in the moment what are the chances that sunday comes down to a kick uh i think this game could be one of the best super bowls in the history of the nfl uh if you look at these two teams uh they're built pretty similarly with a lot of talent at the skilled position defensive line they're both really solid um, I think it could be a special teams play, whether it be a kick or a punt return like you saw against Philly last year, uh, that really tips the scale in the favor of one team or the other. Who do you like? <laughs> uh, this is a tough question because I know the Kansas City Chiefs have never beaten, or sorry, the 49ers have never uh, beaten the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid under Kyle Shanahan's tenure. Um, I do think that the 49ers are built this, this year differently on defense um, through the defensive line. They acquired a couple guys. Uh, throughout the season to give them more depth there. I'm going to take, uh, you know, I'm going to take the uh, 49ers uh, because they're, I know what they're built for. I think this is their moment, um, but it's hard to go against Mahomes and the Chiefs and what they've been able to do against you know, this You're, the, you're the first person, I think I've asked that question of maybe a half a dozen people on air. You're the first one to pick the 49ers, which is shocking to me because the number is still 49ers minus two. I don't know what that is. I, I think it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Right? You, how do you bet against the guy? You know, he's... he's we do, and we keep losing. <laughs> yeah, as I say, you just, you just... Every time people think 
if you look at how their season went, they, they didn't really have a rhythm in the beginning of the season. Now they're starting to play with I consider Chiefs football. Uh, their defensive line is doing an amazing job of creating pressure. Uh, I just think it's really hard to bet against Mahomes, but I think this is going to be an epic game. I was going to say, most of all, let's hope for an epic game, and I think we're going to get that. Robbie, it's great to get caught up. I really appreciate you. Appreciate having a chance to talk to you. Good luck with everything, and I appreciate that conversation. Thanks for having us. Great appreciate having it. you. All right, Robbie Gold joining us on the program.